good morning, social media fans and Snapchat users. It is a beautiful day in Las Vegas. It's 67 degrees, so I'm out here soaking up some sun, enjoying a cool breeze, and I'm hoping you guys are having a great time. Don't be surprised if you hear some birds squawking and maybe some people walking by. I can't help it. It's too nice to sit inside and do this podcast. Anyway, I've got some news. It's been busy out in the world of social media. Twitter is cloning Snapchat stories. Can't imagine why. Snapchat is wooing publishers in the wake of Facebook's problems with media. Facebook is working on AR development. That's not surprising. Star is in the making. Snapchat users who follow Discovery News anchors have made them as popular as their counterparts on major TV networks. And I have an idea about how other Discovery content providers can increase their own publicity. And guess what? Google has jumped into the citizen news game. Those are the topics today in Snapchat News. Yes, Twitter is cloning Snapchat stories. Like I said, I can't imagine why they would do such a thing. Yeah, the reason they're doing it is because Snapchat stories is so popular that Facebook and Instagram have reported success with it. And Twitter is having a really bad quarter. In fact, they've been doing poorly since last year not bringing in the ad revenue and it makes sense that they're going to copy the people who have done done well in the past and the funny and ironic thing is that everybody's cop or everybody's talking about how poorly snapchat is doing but everybody is stealing snapchat's ideas so snapchat is obviously doing something right so now we've got twitter jumping into the the stories game and I wonder do you guys think that this will make Twitter more popular is it something that you would use stories on Twitter personally I would definitely give it a try Uh, the thing is that just because you copy a feature from snapchat doesn't mean that you've recreated snapchat on your platform I don't think that having stories will make Twitter like snapchat it'll just make it Twitter with a stories feature, just like Facebook and Instagram or Facebook and Instagram with story features. So um, I'm interested in how well this works out. And I think it would definitely make Twitter more fun to use. Currently, I only use it as a one to many broadcasting um, element because there's really no interaction to speak of, at least not friendly interaction. I think there's a lot of meanness on Twitter and Twitter's going to have their you know, work cut out for them. If we, we've got bullying going on now in text, how bad do you think it's going to be when we have video? So I'm not too sure, but we'll see, huh? Let's cross our fingers and hope it doesn't make things worse. Here's hoping stories really does make Twitter more fun. It should surprise no one that Snapchat is working on wooing those publishers. We all know that publishers are concerned about how their return on investment is going to be using Snapchat. And the timing is perfect because Mark Zuckerberg, he kind of put his foot in his mouth when he tried to copy Snapchat and say that there needs to be a, a differentiation between 
social and media. Of course, he didn't use the same words that Evan Spiegel uses, but he definitely was addressing the issues that Spiegel has criticized when media and social streams mix. So now that Zuckerberg is kind of trying to distance himself from media, Snapchat, Evan Spiegel, is uh, trying to get closer and trying to really promote that media platform. The problem is that people aren't really engaging with the Discover channels right now. And we'll talk more about that later. But it's kind of an uphill battle for Spiegel. I think it can be done, but the publishers have a hand in this as well. They can't just, you know, jump on the platform in their current iteration and expect things to work on Snapchat. Snapchat is a totally different beast, and it's not fair to blame Snapchat when publishers are not willing to do something different to meet the audience on the platform. That's my two cents. I will give you about um, 10 cents more later on. So, have any of you been using the Lens Studio that Snapchat offers? I haven't been able to use it yet, but I'm seeing some really creative stuff on there. And I talked about uh, the Lens called To Be Continued, which Matthew Muller put out, and it's very popular. So, other people are creating similar lenses. And, of course, there's all kinds of 3D objects out in the world from people using that platform. Well, guess what? Should not surprise you that Facebook is doing the same thing, but they're doing full body AR. (laughs) So it might be a copycat, but it's a step up, which is good. I mean, if you're going to copy, you know, make it a step better. Give us something to look forward to. There's nothing worse than copying somebody and not making it any better. It's like doing a song remake and it doesn't sound any better than the original. So what was the use? Facebook is coming up with a program that they're, they're, they're calling it a mask. And, you know, basically you're using the AR tools and you're able to put objects out in the, in the world. But the full body version of this means that you can, you can be out in your, with your avatar, we'll call it, in like full body dress. You can put on a suit, you can put on a tuxedo, a ball gown, a superhero's costume, and place yourself in scenes. Uh, Can we do that now on Snapchat? No, we cannot. We have bitmojis that look like us, but they're cartoons. Not quite the same, and we cannot script them ourselves. They're already pre-scripted. I love the bitmoji. I think they're humorous. But they, I, I would love to see us be able to control their actions more and change their clothing and appearance more easily. And it looks like Facebook is taking that step and uh, maybe beating Snapchat in this area. So Snapchat, hurry up, come up with something different. Now, Snapchat does have the Lens Studio, which lets us, you know, really create our own selves if we wanted to. But how many people really are that good and have the time to come up with something like that? So I, um, I imagine that we're going to see people maybe selling that service to make your avatar for you. I don't know. Maybe uh, lines of business with clothing options that we can put on avatars. I mean, I can see a whole lot of really fun uses for it on Snapchat. 
not quite sure how it would work on Facebook because I, I think Facebook is so, I don't know, ad-oriented. They're, they're still so mired in media that I just think it would be more advertising and marketing stuff rather than people interacting and using these AR um, options as, you know, as much as we do on Snapchat. But it remains to be seen. I'd love to know what you guys think. If you're on Facebook and you're already using it socially, would you hop on the stories and use the AR feature if it was really fun? I mean, I really do think that Facebook and Instagram both do a better job with stickers and text and image options. In fact, I really love when you use Instagram's stories. I think it's their story feature where you can actually take a photograph within the image that you're already creating that's pretty cool so yeah i think they've been a little more innovative than snapchat has so i'm, I'm wondering if you guys would actually use facebook stories for the first time if they came out with ar or if you already use it do you think you'd have even, even more fun with these ar creations let me know Some of the media developers on Snapchat's media side are complaining about not getting enough of a return on their investment on Snapchat. But really, they need to be paying attention to those who are doing well, namely news anchors. NBC has a show with two anchors, Gotti Schwartz and Savannah Sellers. And they're doing really well. They've got really good name recognition among snappers and better yet, they've got a really big following. In fact, according to a news report that I read, these anchors on Snapchat's media side have as big a following as the major network stars on television who are anchoring the news. So that says something. So here's something else. E! News has a show hosted by Erin Lim and she's getting the same kind of notoriety. She says that her viewers treat her more like an informed friend than a news anchor, and she's very popular. She's got legions of fans. So here's what's happening. These individuals on those shows are friending people on Snapchat. You can follow them. You can follow Gotti Schwartz. You can follow Savannah Sellers. You can follow Erin Lim. But you know what? If you go to the Dodo, that's a magazine show that you may have seen posts from on Facebook and other places, they celebrate animal stories, usually heartwarming, touching stories about adopting animals and saving them from themselves or from us. Dodo, um, Vogue is popular. Well, I don't know if it's popular, but it's on there on the Discover side. All these kind of things, even Mashable, they tend to have more, I would say, text and imagery and music than individuals that you can relate to. So if I'm watching, you know, a, a, a segment by Mashable, I'm not really seeing a human being that I can relate to. There's no name for me to remember. That's a lot different from those TV shows, you know, the, the Snapchat version of TV where there's an actual person like Gotti. You know, if I'm going to connect with something, it's usually going to be a person. It's not going to be because I like the quick cuts and the, you know, the images and the music they play in the background. So I think those Discover people need to, those publishers need to take a lesson from, you know, 
the news programs, if you want people to engage, you're going to have to reach out and engage with the people. Don't wait for us to come to you. Get out there and put some people out front. Have a host on the Dodo. Have a host on, I don't know, any of these shows. Brother has a a production on there. Have a, a host for Brother. Have a host for Essence. And what happens is people will gravitate towards the personality. They're going to have to be more creative, basically, because what's happening is Snapchat is a platform for communication, for storytelling, for relationship building. And so people on Snap, I don't think, are going to be as inclined to sit there and watch a video the way they are on Facebook. Facebook has pretty much trained us to watch video after video after video, and we spread them around and send them to each other. Well, Snapchat's not like that. And so the publishers came to sit back and expect Snapchat to be the exact same thing as Facebook and Twitter. And that's been a problem all along. I mean, I've been saying since last year that investors don't understand what Snapchat is. And you can tell these publishers are not doing much more than just reposting what they've produced for other platforms. So publishers, if you want some return on your investment, if you want people to come back over and over again, if you want people to engage with you, then you have to do the work. You have to reach out. You have to create accounts on the social side. And don't mix the two. Don't try to sell us stuff on the social side. Be human. Take us on vacation with you. Show yourself doing silly things, going to a restaurant or hanging out with your friends, you know? People want that personal touch. That would be my recommendation. And if you learn to use the platform properly, you will get that return that you're looking for. You're all probably familiar with Snapchat's Snap Map feature. The Snap Map is basically a map where public snaps appear around the world. So say you want to see what's going on in New York City, and I recommend you take a look at New York City. It is so cool. A lot of tourists like to post um, their snaps publicly, and you get a really great idea of what Times Square looks like and all these famous places. So, um, I mean, that's a really great benefit of the snap map. Just look at places around the world and see what people are snapping. So there's a an offshoot of this, this consequence, called hyperlocal news. And what it is, is if something happens, it could be a bank robbery, it could be a traffic accident, it could be a, a little tornado, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, there's probably at least one person snapping about it, at least if it's in a, a bigger city. And having that information where no major news anchor is posted and no news cameras are hanging around, Having that kind of hyper-local access to news is a pretty awesome offer, I would say, from Snapchat. And I don't know if Snap really thought about that when they, you know, when they first started. But those public stories have really become great sources of news for journalists and other people. So, of course, other platforms want to have that kind of news as well. Now, CNN has iReports which is a similar thing, except that you're sending your stuff to a major corporation. And Google is now jumping into the fray with something called Bulletin. And what they're going to do is have you send in your 
images, your videos, what have you, and they call you, instead of an eye reporter, they call you a voice of your community. But it's the same thing. You're just sending in your images of whatever is happening in your community for a major company to use for their benefit and possibly for yours. So the difference to me between Google and CNN and Snapchat is that even though uh, Snap is still curating it, I still feel that what we're posting as snappers is more natural. It It feels more authentic to me than having Google and CNN ask me to send in things and then take my stuff and present it in a certain way. I, I know that there's biases everywhere. I'm biased, you're biased, everybody is biased. But I do feel that when you send in your images to a Google or a CNN, there's an agenda, whether it's conscious or unconscious, that's going to play out. And you're going to see it in the way stories are presented, um, the stories that come before yours, the story that comes after yours, the headlines and whatever it is that they add. And you don't have any control over that. And the thing I like about the Snap Map is there's no commentary. There's no, at least I don't get a sense that there's any kind of hand that's trying to set an agenda. That doesn't mean that there isn't one. You know, we just have to be aware of that all the time. But I, there's just something more authentic feeling about the Snap Map to me. But everybody has their own opinion. I'd love to know what yours is. Do you ever watch CNN iReports? Would you watch Google Bulletin? I would definitely give Google Bulletin a try. I would, I would take a look and see what they've got. But maybe we should compare what they produce to what the uh, Snap Map has for a certain event. I don't know when Bulletin will be available. It's in beta now. You can sign up on Google's website to become a beta tester. I guess, a beta reporter for Google Bulletin. And uh, I think, I, I guess more the more the merrier, right? But I really prefer off-the-cuff, kind of natural-feeling reporting that comes from Snap Stories. All right, we got some bonus news for you, because I just learned about this. Bitmoji Deluxe is coming out. That is the Bitmoji update. I haven't seen it yet. I'm not going to keep talking about it because we know Snapchat really has disappointed me by not giving me an update. So I'm not going to get all excited about the update for Bitmoji, but we do know it's coming out. And it gives you more control over skin tones and hairstyles, probably more clothing. Um, I don't know what else is going to happen. I'm going to keep reading about it, but I'm really excited. The update, I guess, was released already. But I, you know how they are with updates. You never know who's going to get it and who's going to see it and who's not, blah, blah, blah. So as soon as I get it, I'll let you know. And if you happen to get it before I do, let me know. I'm going to be watching Snap to see what people do with this new update. Can't wait. Oh, you know what? I am a woman of size. So I'm interested in seeing if I can make mine somewhere in between that so-called average-looking side size and the larger size because that's a pretty big jump and I don't like it. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Thank you all for listening to Step Days Radio. Don't forget to watch out for the full moon tonight. It looks beautiful leading up to tomorrow's spectacular, whatever they're calling it, moon.
<laughs> Enjoy.